Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Matthew 25. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, great, powerful, loving God, you have given us everything. We pray that you would help us to use the things you've given us to serve you, to be about your business, that you give us the wisdom the strength to see the opportunities that you give to us and make the best use of them. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Matthew chapter 25. Then the kingdom of heaven may be compared to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were foolish and five were wise. But when the foolish ones took their lamps, they did not take olive oil with them. But the wise ones took olive oil in flasks with their lamps. And when the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. But in the middle of the night there was a shout, Behold the bridegroom! Come out to meet him! Then all those virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish ones said to the wise ones, Give us some of your olive oil, because our lamps are going out. But the wise ones answered, saying, Certainly there will never be enough for us and for you. Go instead to those who sell olive oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they had gone away to buy it, the bridegroom arrived, and those who were ready went inside with him to the wedding celebration, and the door was shut. And later the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he answered and said, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore be on the alert, because you do not know the day or the hour. For it is like a man going on a journey. He summoned his own slaves and handed over his property to them. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, to each one according to his own ability. And he went on a journey immediately. The one who had received the five talents went out and traded with them and gained five more. In the same way, the one who had the two gained two more. But the one who had received one went away and dug up the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. And the one who had received the five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge over many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one who had the two talents also came up and said, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have gained two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge over many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one who had received the one talent came up also and said, Master, because I knew that you are a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering from where you did not scatter seed, and because I was afraid, I went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. But his master answered and said to him, Evil and lazy slave, you knew that I reap where I did not sow and gather from where I did not scatter seed. Then you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and when I returned I would have gotten back what was mine with interest. Therefore take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has, 
more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And throw the worthless slave into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. And all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them from one another, like a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me as a guest. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you as a guest, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Truly I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it to me. Then he also will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed ones, into the eternal fire that has been prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you did not give me anything to eat. I was thirsty, and you did not give me anything to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me as a guest. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will also answer, saying, Lord, when do we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and not serve you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will depart into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In the previous chapter, Jesus started with the Olivet Discourse, the speech on the Mount of Olives, and moved from talking about the destruction of the temple into his return for a final judgment. And the chapter ends with the parable of the servant manager. This chapter is the second half of that same speech. Jesus continues with the parable of the ten virgins. While the manager thought he had extra time, so he wasn't ready for the master, in the parable of the ten virgins, five of them weren't ready for the bridegroom to be as late as he was. So, between the two parables, we have both extremes covered. In chapter 24, verse 44, Jesus says, For this reason, you also must be ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour that you do not think he will come. And in chapter 25, verse 13, Jesus says, Therefore be on the alert, because you do not know the day or the hour. So, with all these parables, hopefully we get the point. We need to always be prepared. We don't know when. So, the next question is, how should we be prepared? I think Jesus helps us to understand that with the next parable. Parable of the talents. Actually, the word talent has entered our modern vocabulary. But in Jesus' day, a talent was a weight roughly 75 pounds of money, most often silver. It could also be gold. 
Even as silver, one talent would be a significant amount of money to manage. Sort of impossible for us to translate it to an exact amount today, but sufficient to say that it's more money than those men would ever personally own. Today we use the word talent to mean an ability, perhaps physical or mental. That is really an application of this parable. God gives us talents, abilities, situations, even money itself, but he expects us to do something with them and not bury them in the ground. The master in the parable says in verse 29, For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. We have sayings today such as use it or lose it, talking about various things. It's a principle that God built into this world that if you make use of something, then you'll wind up with more. But in a kingdom perspective, God wants us to be making use of things for him, and then he will give us more. Then Jesus gives us a more specific application of what it means to be ready in what we sometimes call the parable of the sheep and the goats. However, the parable part is just when Jesus says the separation will be like a shepherd separating the sheep from the goats. But the story as a whole is not told as a parable, but as to how things will actually happen at the judgment. The difference between the two groups, what he's judging on, is what they did or didn't do, specifically what they did or didn't do to those who Jesus calls his brothers. And now for a deeper dive. Jesus has talked about doing the will of his Father over and over. This is in contrast to the Pharisees who were about keeping rules. Both were actions, but the Pharisees thought that they could please God by following technical rules while finding loopholes to really do what they wanted. But aren't we saved by faith? James explains the connection of faith and works in James chapter 2, verse 14. What is the benefit, my brothers, if someone says that he has faith but does not have works? That faith is not able to save him, is it? If a brother or a sister is poorly clothed and lacking food for the day, and one of you should say to them, Go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but does not give him what is necessary for the body, what is the benefit? Thus, also faith, if it does not have works, is dead by itself. So yes, we're saved by faith, but our faith will lead us to act. And therefore, Jesus can look at those actions, and in his infinite knowledge, he sees our faith. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.